What's up, everybody? <laughs> Hi. Hope you guys are all having a wonderful day. Mia is laughing because she had no idea what the topic was today. She just opened it up and boom, why milk and eggs matter in photography. She's laughing at me. And I have a reason. I have a really, really, really good reason. Okay, so today we are going to talk about milk and eggs and why it matters in the photography industry. And I really have, like, there's, there's some good, good information here. Well, I hope. Hopefully I'm not just going to flub everything. But have you ever gone to the store just specifically to get milk and eggs? Mia, how often do you do this? I get milk not very often. I get eggs never. Well, that's true. Sorry. Because she's the hippie farmer in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's milking her own goat. and I don't have my own goat yet. I getting her own eggs out of the backyard. In fact, I don't even have to go to the store for eggs anymore because nope. Mia brings them to us. So... <laughs> You just ruined my whole thing. <laughs> I guess. Go to the let's intro. Just, let's just go, go ahead and intro. jump into the intro. <laughs> What's up, guys? For those of you who don't know me, my name is Sam Marvin, and I have been in the photography industry for 25-plus years. While I love being a creative, business is my passion, and elevating the industry of photography is my focus. I created The 7 Figure Photographer to share my journey to 7 Figures and to help others find their way too. All right, so we are moving on. Let's get started. So I wanted to tell a quick little story. When I was a little kid, it's actually, it's kind of a comical story. My mom used to always tell the kids, she's like, well, I'm going over to Freddie's house. Now, for those of you who don't know, I don't know, Fred Myers, is it, is it national? I don't think so. I don't think it is. I but like on the West Coast over here, we have what's called Fred Myers. It's only in like a few of the states, I think. But when I was a kid, we had Fred Myers. It was cool because it was like Walmart before Walmart came into Idaho. So you could get anything there. They had the toy section. When I was a little kid, that's all that mattered, really. <laughs> but my mom would always bring me toys home from Freddie's house. And she had me convinced that she had a boyfriend named Freddie. And finally, one day she took me to Fred Meyers with her to go shopping. And she really, that was like, I'm guessing as moms, that's like a lot of your time to get away from your kids. And yes. so you enjoy that time. I didn't quite understand that. So every time my mom said she was going to the store, she would say, I'm just going to get milk and eggs. And I'd be like, mom, can I go with you? Can I go with you? And we'd get there and she'd make me sit out in the car. And I was, she's like, I'm just going to get milk and eggs. It'll be quick. My mom would come out no crap with this shopping cart, like piled like bags piled up hanging off the side and I'd be sitting in the car like I was probably she probably should have been reported to child like child services or something because I was sitting in the car so long but she'd come out and of course she wouldn't take me in because I'd ask for everything under the sun but she'd come out with a cart full of stuff now the point is that that that's like the idea that's the way grocery stores are set up and it's called a loss leader now, this is, where, this is where this all ties in. Milk and eggs and toilet paper are what are considered loss leaders. Now, for, just for the definition's sake, a loss leader is a pricing strategy where product is sold at a price below its market cost to stimulate other sales of more profitable goods. That's why milk and eggs are put in the very back of the store, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea is that you go into the store for the things that you need, and you end up going past all the other things that you remember. This is why I don't shop when I'm hungry, because 
I <laughs> come home with a whole bunch of stuff that I'm like, oh, that sounds good right now. And it's just a terrible thing. So obviously it's strategically placed in the back of the store for that reason, so that you pass all these other items and realize that you're like, I need these. Now they strategically do this because ultimately they take higher margin items and you know, milk, eggs, those are a market item. So they're based on like what, like the cost changes. So for farmers, the cost of raising chickens, what it costs for feed, like right now, everything's gone up in cost. And so ultimately we've seen eggs actually jump in cost significantly. In fact, double in cost. There's my wife used to get like, used to get this because Mia now gives us eggs because I buy her lunch all the time. <laughs> but she used to buy this flat of like four like things of eggs and it was like $5.95 or something like that. Now it's like up to $10 because the market cost changes on those things. Now you'll find that in grocery stores or convenient, like grocery stores are different convenience stores. Convenience stores don't have those loss leaders. They have them different because when you go into a convenience store, everything's up front, like everything's close. So you'll pay more money for those things and they're not considered loss leaders, but what they'll use as loss leaders are different things. For instance, like sodas or candy bars or different things just to, to drive that traffic in there. Now I'm going to share with you a couple of really interesting loss leader concepts. Now, obviously milk and milk and eggs, that was kind of like my whole lead in and there is more that it ties to, but Costco, this is actually a really fun one. What's like, what's the one thing you think of when you think of Costco? In fact, anybody that comments this, like, I think the rotisserie chicken. Yep, exactly. That's my favorite all the so, way in the back. Way to ruin it. Right, <laughs> off. right off the bat. And it is. It's exact. It's very far. Like, it's all the way in the back. And the price for rotisserie chicken is? I think like five ninety seven or it something. It was four ninety. Well, it might have gone up. It was four ninety nine. Something it, ridiculous. It hasn't great. changed for like ever. Now, what's crazy is they actually lose on average $4 million a year. What? They lose $4 million a year on rotisserie chicken. Wow, that's huge. But what is the least amount of money you've ever spent going into Costco? Now, I oh, know you're, asking you're, the wrong you're probably going to have low yeah. numbers, but I'm asking everybody. Like, what's okay. the, like, I've actually gotten in no Costco muffins. Yeah, those are good too. Those are a good one too. And I'm sure they probably are a loss leader as well because they have more than one. And I'm going to get to another one here shortly. So interestingly, they sold in 2017. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Costco sold 87 million rotisserie chickens. <laughs> That's a lot of, all those poor chickens. So changing the price $1, they actually have chosen not to increase the price specifically because it's what brings people in the door, but changing the price by $1, they have actually lost out on 30 to 40 million additional dollars in lost revenue. Now, obviously, if you if they changed it by a dollar and they sold 87 million, they sold 87 million this year, it's $87 million that they're missing out. Isn't that bizarre? That, you change yeah. the price of a thing by $1, most people aren't even gonna balk about it, but it changes $87 million worth of gross margins. Actually, the gross margins are 30 to $40 million. Now, the other thing that they have is their hot dog. $1.50 for a hot dog and a, it used to be a Coke. Then they changed the Pepsi, and now they're dead to me, which doesn't matter because I, I haven't eaten what? The lemonade's good. Yeah, the lemonade's good. So $1.50, did you know that they priced it at $1.50 starting in 1988? Really? And it's never changed. 
It's like my favorite place to go with my kids when they were growing up. They could eat. Yeah, yeah you we can get anything, like a piece of pizza or whatever. Yep. So that's, again, another example of a loss leader. And they do a ton of them. They, uh, you, I mean, you think about it. Like, it's not just the cost of the hot dog. They have the employees that they're running for that. They have all the packaging, everything. It's, it's got to be a crazy one. Now, another one that pertains more to our industry is printers. There's another fun example of loss leaders. Like, you can go buy a printer today for like $45 to $55, maybe even less, maybe a little bit more. And it comes with a little bit of ink. But do you think that they're really in the printer business? Nope. They're there to sell ink. The ink that we use for our printers for CIC Pro Lab, this is a number that I figured up like literally six, seven years ago. So it's changed dramatically. In fact, I saw it change a lot in 2020. But my ink is $1,300 a gallon. So when you think about that, if I go through 12 cartridges of ink, typically I pay for ink more times over than the cost of my printer in a couple years with the lifespan of that printer. So uh, let's see, what are, we got some people, I don't shop at Costco. We're just talking. Croissants. The croissants, yeah, I would go for the croissants too. Yeah, and my wife chimes in, not gonna lie, I've totally gone to Costco just to buy a rotisserie chicken. That's exactly like, yeah, preach Pepsi sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we are now friends, Jennifer. We're, well, we're more, we're better friends. So, so the question now becomes, what in the photography industry can we use as loss leaders? Because this is a really great concept to understand and familiarize yourself with. Now, this is actually going to play a lot into our 30-day lead challenge, which is coming up next week, starting uh, on Tuesday, right? Yes. The 15th? Uh, I think it's Tuesday. Sounds like that is close. Anyway, what are some loss leaders? What are things that you can discount below market value and i know that's a big dirty d word <laughs> that's a new t-shirt yeah. discount the dirty d word okay i'll write it down somebody's somebody's gonna make my t-shirt before i can even before i can even get it out there so the thing that i want you to consider and you don't like i know we get really hung up on like the whole idea of not discounting and i think that sometimes we as photographers or creatives like get this mindset of don't discount, don't devalue the quality of your work, don't devalue yourself, charge more for your product. And that's all fine and dandy, that's great, it's important, but we get so hung up on making sure that we're valuing our product and that we're not discounting our price. But sometimes you have to look at it is, what is the opportunity, what are the opportunities that we miss? What are the things that we can do to drive business in to develop leads or to get people in the door? Of course, the idea is to bring them in the door, introduce them to our product at a less than market value cost so that we can then in turn sell them on our bigger opportunities. Now, this goes into a lot of different lessons like the value ladder, which is something that I actually considered talking about today. Now, the value ladder is just real simply put, and the reason I didn't do it because I didn't, I didn't want to get made fun of for my drawings because... I have to draw on that one and <laughs> Mia always makes fun of it. But the idea behind the value ladder is you start with the small items. What are the things people will buy first? And then what is the next thing that you take them into? And then the next thing, because ultimately what we do as photographers, we're looking at people and bringing them in and just selling them on this high dollar expensive item, right? Even a $400 session fee is technically 
kind of in the middle of our value ladder. So what are the things that we can do to introduce them or loss leaders to bring them in and then slowly take them up our, or quickly take them up our value ladder? Some of the things that we have done, we've actually uh, done some, and they don't all have to be free. They don't all have to be discounted. They could just be low end items. For instance, one of the things that we've done on our website for a couple years is we offer a yearbook headshot. Now, realistically, like I haven't really done it as a loss leader. I have, but I've priced it not necessarily in what would be considered a loss leader pricing because I've charged just $100 for the that and then they can buy the digital afterwards. So in a sense it is, in a lot of ways it's not. But you can do this with your business. For instance, you could do minis. Minis would be a way you could do loss leaders or I don't know if they would be considered minis or if there's something else well, is it more that just can like turn the, them into. Because minis can actually be really... Is it more like when, like when we did the Christmas minis, we did the ornament. So would the ornament be your loss leader and the minis would be Yeah, your... you could technically consider, because what we're doing is we're selling it with a product and, right. and, and basically throwing in some value there Trying without the... Trying to upsell the, from there. But, you know, we did minis where we've done literally just shoots as freebie options and we're not editing the work. We're just putting them out there just to bring people in the door. And there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. The one thing that I don't necessarily have right off the top of my head is how you would how you would work this into, by the way, you're on camera, just so you know. Oh, I'm um, working on a lead as well, so uh, I'm not ignoring How, it. here, I'll, I'll take you <laughs> off. How you would move this into other genres of photography. For instance, let's take weddings as an example. Uh, the loss leader in weddings could be something like a free couples shot. Like, let's say they're not even necessarily engaged yet. Like just doing, or like a severely, significantly discounted couples shoot or the get the engagement for free, engagement session for free with the purchase of a wedding or different things like that. Or you can just package the engagement session as like a discounted option so that you bring people in. Of course, the idea here is again, getting people, getting the traffic in the doors. These can be old people or past customers. They can be new customers. Another good example that you could use for instance, like maternity shots or maternity photos. Mm -hmm. You can use maternity photos as a loss leader or a lead-in to your newborn sessions. What are some other good op or, or options? Obviously for seniors, for families, it could be just, it could be like family minis or just the kids' photos or like Christmas card sessions, um, which again can be minis, but the idea is you have that loss leader option. So for instance, you can do it just for free Christmas cards or even for, like say for instance, a discounted option and get a set of Christmas cards. But the idea is to bring the customer in and then have that opportunity to upsell them. So there was one other one that I was thinking. What about for headshots? Oh yeah, for headshots. So headshots could be, boy, that's a. I know I'm trying to sit here and think, but maybe sometimes it's more within those, like you buy two digital images and you get one free. So it's more on the product end. I don't know. Well, I think it's, it's like, what can you use? And again, this is kind of like, this is trying to, to take photography and compare it to groceries. Right. But obviously it's not even just in groceries. It's in so many different aspects of the business. I mean, you look at car sales, they, they have their, their loss leaders just in a whole brand of car. Like 
like getting into, say for instance, you want to buy a Jaguar or, or an, uh, BMW, the three series BMW you can get for like, well, they were like 30 to $40,000 just because people wanted to drive a BMW. But the idea is you get people in there, but then they want to upgrade all these different options. And so they might price that as a lower value just with the expectation that it's going to drive the higher end sales. And some of this stuff like kind of borderlines like marketing versus like, but yeah. I guess it still all rolls into the same thing. Value ladder for headshots, not a loss leader. What? Oh, he's saying the digitals was more of a value. I'm assuming, sorry, that Jason's saying the digitals would be more of like a volume ladder. Oh yeah, it would be it would be kind of the the value ladder for the headshots. Where your loss leader would come in is like, man. Yeah. What about for Jason and then that do the real estate stuff? Well, real estate, I think. I mean, you can do it like with real estate. You can do. I mean, you could price like certain things, but then you know you have the upsells. Like for instance, like. You could do the drone, like drone photos, drone video. You can use it as a loss leader for video options. You can use, I, I mean, there's different different ways and it just depends on how you price things with the intention of selling the item and getting people in the door so that you can upsell them and take them up that. And he says, I just did the bring a friend so they could add a person to the headshot session for free. I think that would be kind of similar. Yeah. and. Obviously, the the goal there, and like I said, this kind of goes hand in hand because the goal there with you, Annie, was that you brought that person in and you actually created interest in the concept of the brand. So taking it from headshot to brand. Um, yeah, what's branding? That branding, she yeah. Brand awareness, branding. Yeah, but but driving it into that branding concept so that you have more option to sell them because i know annie sells like kind of a vip branding thing and i won't get into too much detail on it but that's up her value ladder and that's the idea is you bring people in get more people in the door at a market less than market value cost get them interested in your services or you and then sell them up the the value ladder Amber says, after hearing you at Sync, I'm definitely wanting to transition into IPS. I have no clue where to even begin. Amber, let's talk because that will change your life. <laughs> Honestly, it will change your life. So, uh, Amber, if you can go to the website, the sevenfigurephotographer.com. Just Next kidding. Comment. Well, I'm not paying attention. Personal branding sessions. That Why well, couldn't think of sessions? Yeah. Anyway. Okay, we're back to me. <laughs> We're done with Mia. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but honestly, if you got more to say, no, you're I welcome don't. to jump in. Anyway, guys, the idea here is look at your businesses. I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna do one relatively short today. Take your business and look at what are the things that you can provide without having a lot of overhead cost or a lot of expense in the product, and consider what can you do that will drive people to your business but then you can upgrade them and you can take them up your value ladder or you can, what you'd suggest me yeah, to Bart use. Yeah, wants to know. Doesn't, That's I actually. Mean, doesn't he do his little car show thing? Wasn't that like he had everybody come, they all showed up. Like I brought all my kids, would that be? Yeah, or even doing like a, like a step and repeat thing. Like 
having a car show and like bring your car to the car show and get an image from a, a professional photographer and actually photographing each person at the show or even any show, photographing each person with their car, but you include the person with their car, maybe adding in a picture of just their car uniquely, but then getting their information. Again, this kind of comes into gated content as well getting their information and then marketing back to them or getting them in from there to into the studio. For those of you guys who don't know, Bart has an incredible studio with this insane light bank built to have, I mean, I've seen he's had full size boats in there. He's had a big fire truck in there. I mean, he's had, we're talking huge. Like the place is, is amazing, amazing and big and he can light things. It's incredible. Pretty much all hand built like by, the <laughs> by himself i don't i don't himself? know what else by hand built by himself yeah. yeah you are struggling i really am i don't know why i i was in the wrong mindset this morning so that's part of it 99 percent of shows aren't long enough to do this well it, i'm not saying like do a professional like light setup but go around and take a picture of each person with their their and maybe even get their information. Like you can use like an NFC for, I've already set you up with Buzzy for the text marketing. And if you just had them scan an NFC, which come see me because I have those and we'll put one on for you this weekend and you can literally tap their phone and get their information and have them text your line. Or you could even hand them your phone. We can set up a, this is kind of getting off course, but we can set up a form to where you could hand them your phone and all they have to do is type in their name, email address, and phone number, and it will automatically put them into your system so that you can send them the picture. But you can literally just go around, take a picture of each car, like person standing with their car, and then you have a way to contact them. Now, for you, the biggest thing is making sure that after you do that, you take the proper like marketing approach. Or that could be a loss leader, five bucks for a picture of you and your car, like a, a quick picture it's an easy thing to do or say 20 bucks. I mean, you saw how that worked last time with the car show where you guys did the step and repeat, like people pulling through and you guys made a couple thousand dollars off of the cars coming through. That's basically a loss leader because it's significantly like lower priced or below market value. In my opinion, of course, some people might think that the market value of that isn't worth more, but you and I both know people will spend the money on that higher end experience. And so again, the idea is give them something that gets them in the door and you may not make a lot of money doing it, but it gives you the opportunity to drive because you think about it. If let's just say for fun, you do this and you make 500 bucks, right? It's not really worth your time. It might've paid for your entry into the car show, but if you get one client out of it that you make $2,000 off from, and I've seen you do this, then it made it worth it. Now, what it, what it means is you just have to do better about utilizing that data and getting more people in the door. Because if you can get five clients out of it, then that's a lot more money based on whatever averages are and whatnot. So, so think about it. What can you use? And this would actually be really fun to do, like to throw in the group. But think about it for your business. And I'd love to see you guys post it into the group. What's your loss leader? What, what can you use as a loss leader in your business to bring people in the door a little bit less than market value 
and what is your plan for how you're going to take them from there to your next step? We've, we've done this a lot of times. Another great loss leader is like giveaways. That's more or less like it's a little different look at it, a little different perspective. Also fundraisers. That's a great opportunity to do something for a significantly less amount, less than market value, and turn those people into customers. Give away a couple of options so that those options, but make sure when you have those, if you're doing giveaways like that or an option where customers can like win something, A, you get it as a donation or a write-off, but B, you bring them into the studio and you can upsell them. We always do that. I've actually come to the conclusion anytime somebody calls and asks for like a donation, we're willing to do it because I can ultimately turn those into a couple thousand dollars. We had a senior uh, that purchased a senior session and it was, it was only a $500 value. So it was just the session, but we brought them in, did their session. It wasn't like great, but it made us like $2,500 and that's money in the bank. So uh, honestly, like if that got me clients that I would give those out like candy. And, and if it does something to help the school or help a team or something like that, then that's great. Now I kind of spread this out on a lot of different things. So I want you to kind of dial it back a little bit. Look at it is what can, what can you use as a loss leader? I don't think that loss leader is necessarily something in our industry per se. I tried to do some research on it and it really wasn't like a thing out there about loss leaders in photography other than like giving away a free eight by 10 for which we're not like that's not our goal so this is kind of like it's not a new concept but it is kind of a new approach to the concept of a loss leader and how you can use it in your business as a photographer and of course so many of you guys are different like photographers like some are real estate some are brand like uh personal branding sessions some of you are babies, some of you are families, whatever it is, you can figure out something and I'd love to see it in the group and love to create some interest in it. I also need to come up with what we're doing, like what our giveaway is for this month for engagement. For those of you guys who don't know, be on top of it. I don't care if we've announced what we're giving away, it'll be good. I'm pretty sure because I have a tendency to go overboard. So it'll be good no matter what. Uh, but all you have to do is comment, post things in the group that are going to generate comments. Like think about like, what can you post? Even just ask a question, uh, in the group, anybody that answers it or any kind of interaction likes inviting people to the group. Those are all things that are going to help get you, get you in the running for Yes, I know. Make fun of me all you want. Cause I can't think of words today. Okay. That's all I got for you guys today. I hope it was beneficial. I hope it was inspiring and you can use it for something. I know we're going to look at it a little bit more. Enjoy hanging out with you guys. We will see you again on Thursday. And uh, hopefully I can talk a little better and have words. <laughs> I just need to go to lunch. That's what it is. <laughs> I'm just hungry. I didn't have breakfast this morning. Well, that's so the problem. That's, that's, that's what we're going with. Yeah. That's what we're going with today. Right. So, okay, guys. Peace out.